When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. So the Magic Millions gets completed on the Gold Coast today. But tomorrow at Flemington, the Resimax Group Rapid Racing Race Day returns. Uh, The afternoon of straight racing will be focused on fast and fun with seven races up the famous Flemington Straight, kicking off at three. There'll be a race every 30 minutes, making Flemington the place to be for a perfect summer Friday afternoon. Weather looks uh, pretty good. And uh, Lee Jordan, the VRC Executive GM of Racing, We'll be hoping for a big crowd, and he joins us this morning. Morning, Lee. Good morning, Julian. Yes, and uh, welcome, everyone. And as you said, uh, fast-paced action tomorrow. The first is at 3 p.m., seven races, all down the Flemington Strait, um, and 30-minute gap, so it's that compact, punchy program. First at three, last at six, three-hour program with plenty of great racing and plenty of action, and... um, it's something we've been running now for a few years, and I think um, like a normal race day can go for five hours plus. And what we want to deliver is some, you know, fast action, fast pace, and um, uh, hopefully the timing. It's still in school holidays, so hopefully we can see plenty of families come along, and um, maybe some people can leave work a little bit early. Don't tell your boss, and just hop <laughs> on the train and come out, and um, you know, have a couple of beers and uh, enjoy the punt. Yeah, I think on a Friday afternoon that's okay at this uh, time of the year. It's going to ask you. So, what's the audience you're trying to? capture here is it is it families is it maybe people that are casual racing fans but as you say don't want to spend a whole day at the races what sort of uh, sort yeah. of audience are you trying to get in here no it's, it's a really good point and what we're trying to do is probably appeal to the people that may not be your your rusted on um race goers it's probably something a little bit different um as i said that compact program so it's only three hours a normal race day is five hours plus so you can come down Experience, experience racing maybe you've never been before. Come along and, you know, you'll see racing. I mean, I love racing down the straight, something unique, you know, all, all the races just down the straight. Um, we've also got something that might appeal to someone who probably maybe not right into all the technical stuff mm. with racing is something that's called the fastest speed competition. So for the last four races, race four, five, six and seven, uh, people that are on course, um, they're able to enter and predict and 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 pick what they think the fastest speed by kilometres an hour like it. a horse a horse may run. So they don't have to pick the horse; they only just have to pick the fastest speed. So and it's measured over a two hundred metre section. So to give you an example, Julian Black Caviar, who's well known to everyone as <laughs> our fastest famous sprinter, she clocks seventy one kilometres per hour. So. For those people sitting in their cars at the moment observing the speed limit at 60k, you can imagine there goes Black Caviar just trotting past you. So it gives you a bit of an idea also how fast they go. So it's quite amazing, isn't it, to think. Now, I wouldn't be predicting 71 kilometres tomorrow. I'd probably more go uh, probably around that mid-60s, which when you think about it, they're still going past the person sitting in at 60k's in the traffic today. So it's quite quite amazing to think that that's the, that's the sort of speed these horses get to. So it's simply um, you enter via QR codes with the race book and, and other outlets and just predict for the last four races what you think the fastest speed will be over those four races. And if you if you correct, 
if you're correct or you're nearest the pin, you can walk away with a beautiful TCL uh, television, which uh, which is a great prize. It just shows how brave our jockeys are when you talk about speeds uh, like that. So plenty of live music as well, food and drink options, a Pim's pop-up bar, croquet corner, DJ. So it's got something uh, for everyone. Uh, you mentioned black caviar there. Um, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes has been rated at the Longines World Racing Awards as the best sprint race in the world. Uh, Nature Strip announces the best sprinter heading back to the, hopefully, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes at Flemington on Saturday, February 18. We've probably got the best jockey in the world uh, in James McDonald. So uh, we're doing a bit right in Australian racing at the moment. Well, I think you're right, John. It was great that that was announced uh, for the world rankings. Um, you know, and that's all countries around the world, USA. England, Ireland, France, Hong Kong, Japan, you know, where it got the best sprint race. But also the second top sprint race that was rated in the world is the champion sprint that was run on the final day uh, last year. Our, our revamped Champions Day was the final day of, day of the carnival. And conversely, the three Group 1s on Champions Day, the Group 1 sprint, the Group 1 mile, and the Group 1 champion stakes over 2,000, all three races were in the top 100 in the world. So um, we did pretty well, Flemington. Pretty uh, proud down here. We've, we've got some really top-class racing. And as you said, the Black Caviar Lightning's back on the 18th of Feb. We're hoping Nature Strip will be there. And um, actually, Rock and Horse that uh, knocked him off in yeah. the Champion Sprint in November. Hopefully, they'll be going head-to-head again, plus um, some other top-class sprints as well on the 18th. So um, all shaping up. And we've also got our new Australian Cup Day this year, um, towards the end of March, the Group won $3 million Australian Cup. So um, it's all shaping up, uh, you know, coming into this um, next two months. But we kick it off with Rapid Racing tomorrow. Speaking to VRC Executive GM of Racing, Lee Jordan, head of Rapid Racing tomorrow at Flemington. You, sp- you mentioned revamp there, and certainly the Champions Day at the end of uh, Melbourne Cup Week was a was certainly a success there. The big story this week, though, has been about talk of a major revamp and the possibility of moving the Cox Plate uh, back a month. Have you got thoughts on that? Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Julian. At this time of year, Racing Victoria go through their planning process for 2023-24 racing season with their race dates, and they talk about the program as well. So they're looking at various scenarios, etc. Um, as you said, we um, introduced the Champions Day last year, which was a great success. And we saw different people coming too, we, a younger audience engaged. So we, we're obviously got plans to make that bigger and better. Um, obviously, there's discussions between Racing Victoria and Mooney Valley about Cox Plate Day. And I think there's a lot of things to be thought about uh, moving such an iconic race from where it traditionally is now um, to that space. So that'll play out, obviously, in the next few weeks. But... Um, here we're obviously pumped up about the four days of the spring carnival and uh, we'll be looking at trying to make it bigger and better. Is there any chance down the track, I mean, Jared Waitley's been big on this on this program for a while. He'd like to see the whole carnival shifted back to sort of cash in on a, a, a quieter time on the sporting calendar and not overlap uh, with the end of the footy season. Is, can we ever see a day where the Melbourne Cup date actually changes? I don't think so, Julian. Um, I think the, the Cup sits beautifully the first Tuesday in November. Race it stops the nation. You know, the four days of the carnival turns over um, more than $750 million in wagering money, which is around 9% of the total wagering in a year. So four days t- uh, totals 9% for the whole year. We get, we get the biggest crowds, more than 250,000. 
Um, it's watched by 750 million people throughout the world. They're not bad um, metrics, really, when you think about it. And um, I think the new Champions Day was, was a great initiative. So I think it's, you know, sometimes, you know, um, you have to be careful with change for change's sake. And um, I think the Melbourne Cup and the Carnival stood the test of time and it sits in a great spot. And um, I think we can just make it bigger and better. So judging by your two answers there, is your personal view that we should just leave the Cox Plate where it is? Oh, look, it's it's Mooney Valley's decision on what they want to do. If they want to move that race to there, I think it sits well. The last 10 years, um, four winners of the Melbourne Cup have come through the Cox Plate. So from a racing angle, it's worked pretty well. And, um, you know, I, I think it goes well. But obviously, uh, Mooney Valley is a separate club. Um, they need to obviously work through their options and... Uh, if they believe it's a better result going a, a month later, well, it'll be up for them to, to work through with Racing Victoria. But I suppose one thing we need to consider from a VRC perspective is that we run eight Group group 1 races over the four days, so we need to look at the whole program, mm. which we haven't seen yet, and we need to analyse, do we have the right pathways to support those races for those four days of the carnival, which I explained before are such a vital part in the whole um, industry that supports wagering and uh, and and gains a, a lot of attendance as well, so there's, there's a lot there's a lot to go through, Julian. It's sort of not like not like a, a five minute decision. Well, it's not. You make one decision, it sort of affects a lot of other things, uh, doesn't it? Just finally, can you give us a, a, an eye? Given your role, I mean, we saw what happened with the Magic Millions, you know, cancelled on the weekend after two races. I mean, can you just give us an idea of the impact that has? on like the Gold Coast Turf Club, for example, when your biggest day is affected like that? Yeah, well, just like from a club perspective, obviously not the Gold Coast, but they would have, um, obviously they're now running on a Thursday, so they were running on a Saturday. So I'm assuming they're going to be impacted by crowd and they would be gearing up. That would be one of their biggest days uh, for the year, uh, being Magic Means Day. So um, they're obviously looking, running today at a lesser crowd, uh, wagering would definitely not be anywhere near as, as big as on a Saturday. So uh, for a club perspective, that would be hurting them, you know, uh, fairly uh, pretty bad financially. You know, I don't know the exact figures, but, you know, I, you would think there would be, uh, it could go into the millions. But um, so it's a, it's a pretty big impact when you do lose a meeting. And I know we've felt that through COVID. Mm. Uh, when we didn't have crowds here for for the three years, it's um, when we're relying on getting two fifty, three hundred thousand to the carnival. It's it's a pretty big financial loss. It certainly is. Let's hope it's well supported today, Lee. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, good luck with the rapid racing race day tomorrow. Anytime, Julian. Make sure, uh, yeah, hop on the train and get down here. Going to be a beautiful day, hopefully, and uh, get down to Flemington if you can. Uh, let's get to a break. Coming up after eleven, Debbie Lee and Michael Carianis. Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, a leader in renewable energy. Switch to 100% Aussie 